Hello and welcome to this edition of Censor This Conservative Podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about the two viral police incidences, along with more riots, the BLM uh, co-founder, and more. So, we're first going to start with the uh, clip that happened in December, took place in December. I will link be linking in the description the full 30-minute body cam for you to watch at your own enjoyment. But basically what happened here is the cop pepper spayed a black army lieutenant. Um, some things, oh, let's go right down to it here. Okay, so first of all, he was pulled over for no plates. Um, and that right there was the first red flag for police. He also had tinted windows, and then he, he, the cops, so the cops lit him up because of the no plates. So the cops lit him up for no plates, and then he proceeded to drive a mile and a half, a mile and a half. Okay, I encourage you, get in your car, drive a mile and a half. It's a long way. So they lit him up, he could continue to disregard their sirens and lights and drive a mile and a half. That was the second red flag for officers. So, they came out of the police cars, guns drawn. Because he was fleeing them and disregarding their multiple commands. They commanded this guy multiple times, multiple to the point where I was getting sick of listening to them, multiple times, told them, get out of the vehicle, exit the vehicle, put your hands out of the vehicle, still did not comply. And he got sprayed as a result. His actions led to him getting sprayed. Has nothing to do with race. His actions of disobeying and disregarding the cops' orders and not complying got him sprayed in the end. This whole thing could have been avoided if he, one, pulled over right away and if he obeyed their commands and got out and kept his hands visible. Okay, you... <laughs> Just watch the video. It's, it's really funny. This guy blatantly... And it's not that he didn't hear the officers. He could clearly hear the officers because he was responding. But he just deliberately disobeyed these officers. Multiple, multiple requests. I mean, this guy, the officers probably asked him 50, 60, 70 times to get out of the car throughout this entire altercation. If you obey the cops, the cops won't feel threatened enough to use mace in this situation. The bottom line is the mainstream media, and this goes for Rudder News, Today's Show, CBS This Morning. Uh, of course, they did not show the entire thing, and their narrative that they pushed throughout this entire thing was the cop was racist, the cop was in the wrong. But in reality, the situation is this. He asked multiple times, was asked multiple times, still did not comply, and got maced as the result of his actions. They obviously left the facts out. The facts don't matter to them. All that matters to them is feeding a narrative. The guy, the, frankly, 
the guy should have been arrested. I mean, they asked him to comply like a hundred times, as I've said. He didn't, which that in itself, in itself, is a crime. Not obeying their orders is a crime. Yes, the off, some of the officer's wording was wrong, and that's why they fired him. But the fact that he's trying to implement a lawsuit here, uh, the, the army lieutenant, is complete BS for quote-unquote constitutional rights being violated. What constitutional rights were violated? I don't see it. And then and, and here's the thing. Even after being maced, he still didn't comply. He still resisted, pulled away. Okay, here's procedure. I'm going to give you common sense, okay? Anyone watching this, here's a procedure of what you do when you get pulled over by a cop. They light you up, you pull to the side of the road, you roll down your window, you turn your interior lights on if it's at night, you keep your hands on the steering wheel and wait for further instruction. You don't go digging for anything. You don't get out of your car. You don't drive a mile and a half. It's common sense. And that goes for whatever race of skin you are. If you have a gun slash ammunition, you let the cop know right away. Alright, so we go from one incident to an unfortunate accident that happened over the weekend where a cop mistakenly used their gun instead of taser on a suspect who was resisting arrest. Now, let me be perfectly clear. I don't... Let me kick it off here. I don't know how you mix up a gun and a taser, frankly. I've held both of them. There's a big weight difference in the two. And I, I've heard, heard the argument that a lot of conservatives have made, and it's that, oh, you're in the heat of the moment. That, that doesn't matter. I mean, you should not get a gun and a taser mixed up if you are trained well. And so what I think happened here is lack of training, lack of proper training. And this could have all been avoided if the, la if the proper training was done. So in, in, in the future to avoid incidences like this, police officers need to go through more thorough, more proper training. That way, they can tell easily, quickly, in the heat of the moment, the difference between a gun and a taser. Now, with that being said, this was a horrible, horrific accident. There might be a case made for involuntary manslaughter, but that is it. This was not racially motivated, despite what the media will tell you. This was a horrible horrific accident this was not premeditated this wasn't oh i don't like this person let me shoot him no this was an accident and you could tell from the body cam footage that this was a horrible accident um i do not think there's going to be charges in this case uh i think this was just an accident at this point, I think it was just like Breonna Taylor. I Breonna Taylor was a horrible accident. This was a horrible accident. So, and her actions were wrong, but it was an accident. Now you say, well, that that's not an excuse. Exactly, this isn't an excuse to say what she did was okay. It's an excuse that 
this wasn't racially motivated, and this wasn't murder. Um, it was a wrongful killing, and she, at bare minimum, will, will probably lose her badge over this and lose her police job. But and that I I think she should, but I I don't believe there should be any legal charges brought upon her, as this was an accident. Okay, but at the end of the day, if he never resisted arrest in this situation, again another situation where if you would have complied and didn't resist, you would be alive today. If they didn't comply, if he would have complied with the officer's instructions and got out of the vehicle. The officer would not have had to use what they thought was a taser and was actually a gun. If you comply with the officers, and in this case, they were asking him to get out of the vehicle. Of course, they were asking him to get out of the vehicle to arrest him, to take him to jail for his warrants that he had. But he didn't want to go to jail because he's a typical criminal and they don't typically want to go to jail. So he resisted and fought cop then went and wanted to use his taser. Turns out it wasn't a taser, it was a gun. So if you didn't resist and didn't fight the cops, they wouldn't need to use the taser. That's just fact. The cops aren't out there to look for people and to just randomly tase them or randomly mace them. If you don't obey and don't comply and resist and fight, you're either going to get maced or you're going to get tased End of story. And then if you charge at a cop with a knife, or charge at a cop with a gun, or reach underneath your seat and make it look like you're reaching for something, they'll shoot you, because they, they don't know what's under that seat. The, um... Okay, so, he was pulled over for expired tags, okay? This whole lie that he was pulled over for an air freshener is false. He was pulled over for expired tags. They ran his tag. He had charges. There's two charges. One was for a misdemeanor gun charge, and another charge was for fleeing police. Um, he then, for those two charges, he failed to appear for court, court, and a warrant was issued. I don't know if this is true. I can't confirm this, but it rumor is there was a firearm in the vehicle. Um... He then resisted arrest, fighting cops. Cops go to tase him, and in the heat of the moment, they, she mistakenly grabs her gun. Bottom line is his actions led to this. If he did not resist, he would not have gotten shot. Okay, she is a danger to the force. Let, let me be clear again there. She's a danger to the force. She should have been able to tell the difference between a taser and a gun, and I don't think she was able to, in the heat of the moment, do that because of lack of training. Lack of training is to blame here. No racist murder. Alright. Which then brings me to his family. His family wants peace. And of course, they don't care. BLM doesn't care about what the family wants in this situation. As there are more riots in Wisconsin. Um, in Wisconsin. No, it's Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay, here's my thing. What does the rioting accomplish? What is burning down... What is hurting someone's business? How does that help fight racism? You're putting... By, by doing all this burning and looting and destroying of the businesses, you're putting the people that work at those businesses, you're putting them out of work. How does property damage and these riots 
help bring justice. They're basically taking the whole justice system and throwing it away. There's a way to root out bad cops. There's review boards, there's complaint systems, there's internal affairs. If they do something illegal, there's the justice system. But the reality is BLM and these rioters, they won't wait till the facts get out. They won't let the facts come out. They jump to conclusion and then go immediately riot. There's ways to root out bad cops. And they don't wait for the system to take over and for the system to do its job. And instead, they undermine the justice system and they take justice into their own hands by burning, looting, and causing absolute mass chaos. This isn't about... Okay. But they won't wait to see the facts come out. Also, how does destroying a business that is trying to make it through a pandemic help racial justice? The business has nothing to do with the incident that happened. How does this help the situation? It only causes further problem. Stealing is not justice. Burning stuff is not justice. Waiting till the facts come out and then going through the legal process and convicting the person if they committed a crime. Going through the complaint process. If the person was in the wrong, them getting terminated. That is justice. Burning your footlock or burning your target is not justice. But to BLM, it's not about justice. Rioting, burning, breaking stuff is lawlessness and anarchy. Smashing police cars does nothing. For BLM, it is not about justice. It is about getting their own way. For, for these rioters, they don't get, care about actual, true justice. They just want their own way. And what is that? What is their own way? Their own way is to make it so white cops are afraid to pull over black men when black men do something wrong. To make it so white cops do not even attempt to do anything to black men when they do something wrong. In other words, to make it so black men can get away with any crime. And I'm not talking about a lot of people want this. This is what the criminals want. The criminals, by nature, they don't want to get caught. They don't want consequences for their actions. They just want to do whatever they want and not have any consequences. And that's what some of these rioters want. They, they don't want justice. They don't give a damn about justice for George Floyd or Breonna Taylor or whatever, whoever we're talking about. They want to do whatever they want, whether that's kill, rob, destroy buildings, property damage, and they don't want to get caught for it. They don't want to face the consequences for their actions. Like I said, criminals will do anything so they don't have to go to prison. 
Which then brings me to the next point where the BLM co-founder purchased at least four homes. All of them being multi-million dollar homes, making her money. So she literally sits there making her money, bashing cops, and working for a bad organization in BLM. And she she somehow takes money, I guess, from this nonprofit, or earns money through this nonprofit, and buys four homes, each of them being above a million dollars each. My question number one, where the hell does she get all this money? Number two, she is using this money to buy big houses instead of putting her money where her mouth is and actually actively helping the black community. I'll throw up a picture here of St. Luke's, and they are requiring COVID vaccinations to enter their fitness center. Again, it starts with gyms, and it will eventually then go to, um, to airports, shopping malls, and it will go to everywhere until they force you to take that COVID vaccine. They're going to force you to take that COVID vaccine, whether you like it or not. And they're going to say, oh, you can't go to the grocery store. Oh, you can't leave. You can't go go to work. Oh, you can't leave your house. Eventually, they're going to lock you in your house, say you can't leave unless you get the vaccine. That's how it's just going to go. Meanwhile, that Dr. Fauci guy says it is still not okay to eat or drink at restaurants. Okay, let me stop you right there. I have been eating at restaurants from the beginning of this whole thing. The minute restaurants opened in my state, I started eating at restaurants. I don't need the government's permission to go eat at a restaurant. I'm a free citizen of this country. I'm allowed to do whatever I want in that sense. I don't need the government's permission to go eat at a freaking restaurant. Okay, anyway. He says that it's not okay to eat or drink at a restaurant, even after being vaccinated. Well, then what the hell's the point of getting the vaccine if I can't go return to normal life, return to normalcy, return to freedom? I can't eat at a restaurant even after I've been vaccinated? Well, then why did I get vaccinated? It, it makes no sense to me. It's mind-boggling. So I can't ditch the mask... I can't eat at a restaurant. I still have to socially distance, even after getting the vaccine. Well, then what is the incentive to getting the vaccine? In order for people to get a vaccine, there needs to be an incentive. And I thought the incentive was, oh, well, we'll go back to normal. We'll be allowed to eat at restaurants. We'll be allowed to not wear masks. Well, that's, according to Dr. Fauci, not the case. So then why are we wearing masks? Just a general question. God bless. Have a good week.